0: What's up, everybody? Fernando and Randy with Dealing With Life Stuff. Hello. I think we're on episode 15. I think so. All right, sweet. Uh, So this topic uh, I came up with today because it's been on my mind recently, and I just want to go off the cuff and talk about it. I, I have a very serious concern with general work culture and everyone having to fit into this certain ideology that you know you can only work 40 hours a week or you or that you you work 40 hours a week but if you really want to be successful you need to work 50 60 80 and you need to sleep 4 hours a night i hear that bullshit espouted from so many people and it's absolute garbage every time i've heard it and it's espoused it's either espoused by people who i know for a fact are lying or people that um don't want to see you succeed and so they want to see you burn out so what are your thoughts on that
1: i agree i think it's kind of hard to put into words um everybody has these labels everybody has this expectations of what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. and they have this idea of what you're supposed to look like yeah the biggest issue that i've seen people have is a frustration and almost what's the word i'm trying to think of um almost a sense of like frustration knowing that they had to go through it so you should go through it i can i know there's a word for that uh, i just can't think of it but what people have is this this um People have this idea that you have to take the same steps that they took. And mm. that's not necessarily the case that
0: it has to be that way. Agreed. Yeah. People, and and I've noticed this mostly from the older generation, a lot of them, not all of them, let me, let me be clear about this. A lot of them I've met still hold on to that, that very old school business mentality of like, you need to be doing this 50 hours a week and, you know, doing X and doing Y and you know being always available. And that's such garbage to me. Like every person I know who's actually followed that men followed through with that mentality hates themselves, or they become such a superficial being that I don't want to be around them anymore because they've lost their, they've lost their sense of who they were so that they could try and fit into this mold. And as a result, they become this just husk of a human being trying to collect checks and, you know, be satisfied with their own superficial grandiosity. And it pisses me off sometimes.
1: Do you think people who think that way, it's because that's the only way they know how to think?
0: Maybe. Yeah. And I've, I've talked about that before with some friends, um, like the more affluent areas of Dallas, uh, not naming any names, but you, If you're from Dallas, you probably know where I'm talking about. I think a lot of them have just had limited life exposure and they just don't understand that there's a different way of existence and uh, you don't have to follow the path that's been set already. There are so many, like that, if you're going to follow the path, I think you are just giving up your own individual take on the world and your own perspective. Like you should be allowed to have a differing, and a differing opinion, and be willing to fight for that opinion, and, you know, be able to prove why you're right. It's, it, it's not enough to just have a differing opinion, but you need to be able to fight for that differing opinion. So,
1: I would, I agree with you, and I also want to be able to think about the people who may be thinking, well, maybe you're just a millennial who has, lacks patience, is entitled, etc., etc., etc.
0: You're goddamn right.
1: There's, I think... That may be true. And there's also a difference between being naive, that you can kind of be a free flow and be as creative as you want in the workplace. And there's a there's a division between that and actually having to put in the work uh, to be able to get to the position that you want. And I know we talked about this in an episode, whatever that was on the whole, putting your head down, just working for the sake of working. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that that distinction between people having this antiquated way of thinking that you have to do this in order to get that. And us being millennials who say there's fucking shortcuts for a reason. Like right. there's a word for it. Yeah. What, what what do you think on that?
0: I think that anybody who wants to preserve the old way of thinking is already lost to the dust. In my opinion, we have such a limited time to be alive and be able to do and create and live and laugh and love and you know all those trendy white girl things that they say. Uh, you have to really maximize. In my opinion, I am I'm always trying to maximize what I can accomplish in a day, and in a you know in that sense in a week, in a month, in a year. And part of that is figuring out okay, what's the most efficient way I can do this? Well, maybe the most efficient way isn't me being in the in the office 50 hours a week because maybe I don't get maybe there's just not enough for me to do, or I've gotten to a point where I can do this so efficiently that it'll let me work on other things because I don't want to just do real estate development. Like you and I have talked about all the various side projects and other interesting things I'm working on. And I want to be able to put all of that out into the world. But if I held myself to the archaic standard of having to work 60, 70 hour weeks, I would never get it done. And I would die disappointed in myself.
1: That's a diminishing law of return, right? There's yeah. only so much so much you can put into something that after that number it doesn't give you the same returns. Mm -hmm. So the first, you know, 30 hours into our work week are going to be the most effective. Right. After that, you're going to be getting 0.7, 0.5. By the time you know it working 60 hours a week, like you need to work four hours for the equivalent of one hour. Right. Um, so you just got to wait and just wait for the next day or wait for the next week. And so I think that's a huge thing. I think the other problem is the people who are being pushed to think, to have to adopt to the way, to the arc- arcade way of thinking mm-hmm. don't have the emotional intelligence and the emotional fortitude to step up to someone and say, look, I just, I'm not going to do it this way because it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the message that I think, people should take from this is you have to be able to build the emotional intelligence and the 42 to be able to step up to people who think that way. If you don't agree with a certain way of thinking, then step up and say, so Mm -hmm. don't just follow someone's, Advice for the sake of following it because you think that's the best way to do it you have to go out there and find out different ways of people doing certain things so you can figure out whether or not the way You're being told is actually the most efficient way And if you are an employee who was hired to think if you were an employee who was hired to have their own uh, freedom and their own expression and their own thoughts and their own ideas then Feel free to do so. Mm-hmm. I think so many of us feel like we are in this fucking cage because we work in an industry who is old school or conservative or whatever the case is. And we think that our way of thinking is is the outlier and that nobody thinks this way. And that's mm-hmm. not true. I think a lot of the new generations think very similar, different in a sense, but similar uh, similar in the, in the sense of we are tired of doing the old school way of thinking. There's a lot of people who are working remote and Mm -hmm. being very, uh, very effective. There are people who are working in different countries. And and so it's important to think about what you think is the most efficient way of doing things right? and feel the confidence in yourself to be able to say, Hey, what if we do things like this? Mm -hmm. What, what if we do a hybrid of this and that? Because if you just keep adopting the old school way of thinking, things are not going to get better. You're going to want to leave another company. You're going to go to another company. You're going to find out that it's the same shit all over again <laughs> because you got people who don't are not willing to step up.
0: Yeah. And, you know, one thing I'm really grateful for about working where I work now is I've, I've sat down with them and they've said, hey, Randy, you we think you should be doing this. And work like they didn't explicitly say that I should be working longer hours, but they inferred it. And the next day, I came and talked to to one of my coworkers. I was like, "Hey, man, I want you to know that that's if that's what's expected of me, that's not what you're going to get." And I said, "Look, man, I have so many other interests and so many other things that I want to do. That this that real estate is just a part of my life. It is not my life, and I will not ever let it be the only thing in my life." And he was like, "Okay, we understand, and, and I'm glad you told me that." And I was like, "I, you know, I'm here to. If there's something, if there's a fire, I'll help put it out." but I also need the liberty and freedom to do the things and pursue the life that I want to pursue. And that, and that includes, you know, that includes real estate, but it includes several other things that I'm very interested in and want to be a part of.
1: Yeah. And I think it's important for people to
0: build that lifestyle
1: because if you just do what you're supposed to do, as far as like, I think the old school way of thinking is you get a job, you graduate college, you get a job, you work in that job, you get married, you have, you kid. have kids, <laughs> yeah. you buy the house, you retire and so on and so forth. There's like a checklist in this timeline that people follow. Like, I don't believe in that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people don't believe in that in this day and age. So it's important that you don't just follow the old way of thinking. And I think some of it may come from people who just, they think they know better, right. one, and they generally think they're helping. Mm-hmm. Um, and so part of it is some somewhat ignorance and that they think that they're doing you a favor by giving you perspective on the way that they grew up and the way they did life, especially when you learn from people who are very successful in their field Mm -hmm. and they, they like you or they want to see you be successful. And so they give you the advice that they think is best. Right. Um, but I go back to my point earlier, you have to be able to step up and say, look, I respect you as an individual. I look up to you as an individual in the particular industry. But if you're going to give me life advice on family, like I don't envy your family. I don't look to wanting to have the family that you want. So I appreciate that you don't give me family advice. right? Because I'm going to just take it and I'm going to do everything that you told me. I'm going to not do anything that you told me to do. I'm going to just avoid that, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes you get unsolicited advice on topics that you don't really care for so that's again a different topic but it goes back to still the old way of thinking that you just listen to your boss and they do as is as they say and you just move on and so i think the other thing to think about is what are your thoughts on um on like office culture right um office
0: culture sucks why because everyone is too afraid to be themselves I run into the same person all the time, it feels like. And it's always a joy to The same person being like you see copies of people? Like, metaphorically.
1: Okay, so are you saying like you find the same template in multiple places? Yes,
0: and it's frustrating. Copy, paste, copy, paste. Yeah, because everyone is so afraid to be themselves for fear of never having a job and disappointing mom and dad or, you know... Not living up to some preconceived notion of who they're supposed to be, and that's lame, dude. Like that sucks. Why would you want to be like that? There's no way you you can be happy that way. And, and that's, and maybe that's just me because I am not like that. Very <laughs> obviously, anyone who knows me knows I uh, I'm a bit eclectic. I think is the the politically correct word to to put me. Um, I prefer the term uh, batshit insane, but you know. I think everybody should be allowed to be who they are and not, you know, yeah, you're going to be judged and that's okay, but to at least be tolerated or accepted. And, you know, I, I, even now I don't get to feel like I get to really be my authentic self in the office, but I get to be more authentic than I got to be at my previous job. And that was a big reason why I came to where I'm at now is because I, I knew I'd have the freedom to be more of myself And so, and because of that, and because the culture at my current office is accepting of me being more of who I am, we get to have a better office culture because of it. But when everybody is expected to fit into this template, it becomes just a very boring, vanilla... What's the word? Assimilation? Yeah, you assimilate or conform. And the
1: reason I I bring that up is... Well, there's two reasons, but as you were saying that, I started thinking to myself, how has it been... Like, being a minority in a in a very, like, mm. white-dominated field, right? Yeah. And so, being a minority in, uh, in engineering, like, I'm usually, like, the joke, all right? Mm. Because there's a construction industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, it's led by Hispanics, usually Mexicans. Mm-hmm. And so, all of the racist jokes come from that. Right. Um, so, I have to, like, really learn to adopt to that. And again, I'm maybe going to a tangent subject here. But the... There's, there comes to a certain point where you're already different being in an offensive environment. Mm-hmm. Like, you stick out as a sore thrum, right? Right. Um, you go in, in, the, in the room and everyone looks the same way except for the one brown guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, you have to dress a certain way so you don't stand out more than you already stand out. Right. You have to talk a certain way so you don't, you don't stand out more than you already stand out. I don't. Like, I did in the beginning. Right. Now I'm like, fuck this, like I'm gonna be who I am and if you don't like me, tough shit,
0: I'll go somewhere else. Yeah, I'll be I'll go find people who do wanna be around me.
1: But what what are your thoughts on I mean, so I'm trying to explain my train of thought, like how I came to this topic, um, or this sentence I guess. I was thinking about, you know, being in an offensive environment and just dressing a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then people just being uncomfortable with me dressing a certain way or having a certain ha- a hairstyle mm-hmm. or whatever the case is, but it's because I'm different, right? Right. I may be different as a minority. I may be different with my hairstyle. I may be mm-hmm. different the way, the way I talk. The right. Way I communicate. Whatever I eat, right. And so, I think sometimes people have a problem with you being different because they're you're just different right. and they don't know how to react with that. Right. Yeah. And it's the same way, like in an industry where it's heavily male dominated and there's women in, in place. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't know how to talk to women or they don't know how to interact with women. And you got yep. the b- good old boys club that anyways, again, another subject. Yeah. But,
0: and, 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 and even to that point, like being a woman, like one of my, one of my best friends in the real estate industry, she's told me like some of the sexist shit she's had to deal with. And it, like, it's something that I obviously don't deal with, being a man. And I just feel so terribly for her because she shouldn't have to experience that. She shouldn't have that barrier to just be herself and be who she is.
1: Well, I got plenty of stories from my fiance, like oh, yeah. being a Latina mm-hmm. in a male-dominated industry. Yeah. I, I People are just, they, they're frustrated. Um, they're frustrated with sometimes knowing that they wish, like I'm talking about the old people, the old people gonna say. yeah, old people, more seasoned veterans. Mm-hmm. They're frustrated with the new age, the new way of thinking. And to a certain point, they're bitter yeah. that they didn't get that chance to be who we can be.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think Does that's, that makes sense. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. And I've, I've never thought of it like that, but I like that idea that where it's, yeah, it'd be like, I imagine for me, it'd be like seeing a kid, Um, you know, I imagine it's like seeing a kid who's just given all of these like different tools to get to use and like get all like his parents being super supportive of like, hey, let's you know, let's try you out on all these different things and find what you're passionate about and engage you on why you're passionate about it and to just foster that environment of you pursuing things that you enjoy for your own identity and your own existence as a person. I think like that to me, I'd be very envious of, but I'd also look at it with the with with joy because that isn't that what we're trying to do we're trying to make the world better we want the next generation to have it easier than us like isn't that what we're aiming for shouldn't you be proud and happy about that that the next generation does have it easier i mean that's that's how i look at it and i think if people
1: who are having these issues hear that they're able to maybe put more context into the way they're feeling mm-hmm. because i think i think a lot of things um people have not challenged the individuals who are putting these ideas on us mm-hmm. because they're the boss or the people in power right and they're just scared mm-hmm. oftentimes they just don't give a shit and <laughs> you can tell them all you want and they're going to say well you can find the door right there and go on yeah. to the next job and i think at that point you have to just make that decision you know, similar to you and say hey i'm going to go find an industry or find a a, a role in a company that is going to support me for being who I am and is going to help me find the purpose that I want to find because I choose to bring my expertise and my thoughts and my ideas to this industry or to this um, company to make it better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're joining a team versus is being another number, another another individual in a company who you're just doing what you're being told.
0: Yeah, and I, I heard a great story today that I think is very applicable to this situation and this, this hypothetical. Uh, do you know who Oliver Tree is? Yeah, I've heard the, of it. The artist? So he was on the H3 podcast, and I watched that today because I was very interested. I'm, I'm always interested in very eclectic and just like people that are very against the, the grain. And he told the story about signing with his record label and how he first met the CEO. He pranked him by faking a scooter accident, shows up in a Raider, razor scooter to meet the CEO, falls down and with fake blood capsules in his mouth and like crushes him. So he has fake blood running down his chin. And that was how he greeted the CEO. First time I ever met him, didn't have a label, didn't have a deal yet. And he said that he did that purposefully because he wanted the CEO to know like, if you sign me, this is what you're getting. You're giving me free reign. And if you don't like it, I'll go find someone who will. And it worked out for him. And now he's, you know, he's got a lot of artistic Freedom that a lot of people don't get, and I'm so fascinated, and I just love that story. It's just such a, it's inspiring for me because I'm like, yeah, I want to do, I want to be more myself, and make people like understand like this is who I am, and you can take it or leave it. It doesn't matter. Also very
1: memorable. Yeah. People are not going to forget what you did there.
0: Right. Right.
1: So okay, steps people can take for becoming more comfortable in who they are in the workplace with these antiquated way of
0: thinkings. Mm-hmm. Try new things, try new things and see, and then observe the effects of those new things. So it'd be like, even if it's just as simple as a, a different work attire that you're not used to wearing. Like uh, I used to wear pretty much three piece suits all day uh, by my first gig out of school. And now I, now I wear like a, a button down some, some pants (laughs) and I enjoy wearing that. And I, I still wear very, very wild socks. Uh, I've got some like Scooby-Doo socks and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle socks. They're sweet. Um, and I'm, I haven't worn those, but I've worn some very crazy socks to work and I'm just getting them around. I I'm very slowly. I don't think any of them, any of my coworkers listen to the podcast. I'm fine saying this. I'm slowly getting them around and I'm bringing more of my, uh, eclectic enthusiasm to the workplace and it's made work more fun for me. <clears throat> and I think that they're slowly getting more and more entertained by just the, the fun things that I'm doing and the fun that I'm having by being who I am. I think the advice I want to give
1: cause I don't want to get anybody fired and we can live in this hypothetical beautiful world where we're all very accepting of each other. Start the conversation. And don't make assumptions. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that, to make sure everyone's on the same page, is if you have a PM or a VP who you want to talk to and you want to start dressing a certain way, you want to start following a certain schedule and coming in at a certain hours, have the conversation with them and make sure that you're prepared to answer the question why. On why you want to do step, the step, why you're asking for the things and the changes that you're asking for because you have to be able to give them context so that they can understand where you're coming from and don't make the assumptions that people are going to be accepting of you. Right. And so don't just start doing things for the sake of doing them and seeing what happens because that's going to get you in trouble. Um, maybe there's some things that you can start doing things like that. Yeah, for. Don't
0: just do things at random, like have a reason for doing the things that you're doing um, so that you can observe the outcome. It's like, I'm not going to test a hypothesis that really I don't need to test. Like I'm, I want to test it because I want to know what the answer is going to be.
1: And we prepare for the, for the outcome, right? Yeah. I positive or negative.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, my boss, you know, I wear these very powder blue shoes to the office on Fridays. They're friggin' sweet. They're baller. Um, and I get a lot, I get a compliments on them. And then one day I had him in the office and my boss gave me shit for him. And, uh, I was, he said something about my manhood and I was just like, uh it's all it's all good scott i gave up my manhood a long time ago like because i don't care like it's fun to just enjoy yourself and then know and recognize that so there's going to be people who try to roast you or bring you down and whether and i knew it was from like a joking perspective but even so i was like oh yeah i forgot that there are people that (laughs) well that just don't understand this is me expressing myself and having fun
1: i've had a few of those myself but At the end of the day, I don't give a shit, right? Because I'm going to do me and people are going to like it or they don't. Um, But again, I'm I'm very fortunate to work for a place that is very um, encouraging and just making sure that people pursue what they want to pursue and being who they want to be. So I think that kind of wraps it up. Any closing thoughts on making sure that people take from the subject?
0: Yeah. um, The reason this topic came to mind is because my buddy – one of my good friends is going through some stuff right now. And we were talking about it yesterday morning and, and that's why I'm a little fired up about this because they were basically telling him that he's not working 50 hours a week. So they think he's underperforming. And I'm like, that is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. So my closing thought would be if someone is telling you something, someone of a, a a perceived higher, uh, you know, business position or societal position is telling you something that you that just doesn't feel right to you and you think is bullshit be willing to put your money where your mouth is and be willing to walk away from that and it's gonna it's scary it's hard because it's like this is safety this is the safe zone but you'll be a lot more free if you are willing to you know stand up for what you believe in and walk away and go find people that will help encourage you pursuing who you want to be and
1: I wanted to make sure that I said this you know the whole episode was very focused on careers and jobs and things that we do but I want you all to think about all of the advice that you're getting told on what a woman should look like on what a man should look like on what a spouse should look like what a boyfriend should look like a mm-hmm. husband there's all these ways of thinking on this old school of what a, a husband should be or what a wife should be and you you be the man and you be the husband that you want to be and if it doesn't look like what everybody else thought it should look like then so be it because you are who you are and you guys just embrace the fact that you are this type of husband because that's you Mm -hmm. uh, and just move on
0: yep write your own narrative don't try to fit into the narrative of what other people have written
1: yeah there's no rules they're just guidelines so that wraps up this episode um i hope you all are enjoying these and learning something something from this um look forward to talking to you all and again feel free to send us any reviews or questions or just uh, tell us that we're full of crap
0: yeah please tell me i'm i'm dead wrong it'll just uh it'll help me wake up in the mornings i appreciate that thank you
1: we need some more haters <laughs> thank you all